All right, here we go. We're back. Let's see. Yep, all right, we're live. Okay. I had to make sure the microphone was on correctly. I need to turn it up just a little bit. All right, welcome in. It's week five. It's week five. It's it's going a lot quicker than I think uh, the off-season did. The off well, of course, granted, it was like too a... Fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm for... I think... Uh, one of the biggest problems we had with the off, with the off season being elongated, but not having any um, preseason. You know, I don't watch a lot of preseason. I know no. you don't either, especially not like preseason four or preseason but, one. But it gives us that tease that wasn't there this year, and not that I miss preseason because I honestly don't. But I don't know. It like you like you're saying this off season was different. It felt longer. It felt yeah. drawn out. It was just kind of. I think the beginning of the season felt really weird because it didn't like, like, I mean, listen, COVID has completely changed our lives. And until we find a vaccine or whatever it's going to take to go back, I, I'm not a doctor, but whatever we're going to do to get to pre-COVID life again, until then, everything stops turvy. So I guess anything in 2020 is not going to surprise me. But like it was September. We're like, yeah. oh, I guess it's September. Is it September? Yeah. I get, you know, and and then so we were in football. Now, here we are week five in October. Of and I'm not depressed yet. No. Um, so I'm not I'm be. not throwing, you know, I wanted to <laughs> I'm going to do something really mean. It's not super, super mean, but it's pretty. Mean. You would do it to me I, yeah, I'm and have a good chuckle I'm about ready. it. And I did not send it to you this this weekend, but I'm going to show you this and I'll and I'll, I'm going to show show you this meme and then I'm going to read it. Because uh, it's readable very easily, and I just want to get your your live reaction. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it is not wrong. Unfortunately, I saw a Sports Center. I, I mean, that's on Sports Center. Yeah, you know, like I, I would have no idea. So the the New York Giants have three touchdowns, and Odell Beckham currently has four. Uh, three of them in one game, so let's like. Hey, but you know what? Like, Duke got snubbed. Didn't get AFC Player of the Week. Yeah, yeah, he had a pretty good game. I mean, and, when the when the Browns, we thought the Browns might be the Browns. Yeah, he took an end around. He should have lost twelve yards. He took a fifty yards to that, the house. That was an impressive play. Listen, I mean, yeah, the Giants are absolute garbage, and. That's okay. Like, it's not okay, but it's okay at the same time. Um, I'm happy that Odell is performing and being successful this year now so far at the Browns. I had a great game, you know, with three touchdowns. Personally, you know, if that's shade of saying, don't you wish you have Odell back on your team? No, I'm no, not, I, I wasn't not, doing that. Like, I, I, I'm not at that point in time, but this is the reality of it. I will never be upset that the Browns win – until they beat the Giants. And yeah. that's the only time I will ever root against the, the Browns because I'm a Giants fan, number one, even though they're terrible, and a Browns fan second. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I definitely can't be one of those people that just the, the bandwagon and, and go to the successful team. I really do hope them all success, but that uh, that meme that ESPN had is 100% spot on. I mean, it can't even be good. <laughs> Like, it, it just is, it is what it is. It's frustrating. Like, look, listen, I've been a Browns fan my entire life. So, like, I can relate on so many levels. It's yeah. not even funny. But but the problem is, is when you see, a, like, a mean, rude comment or a meme like that, and then you're literally like, yeah, but 
you can't fight it. I mean, it's facts. Like this is where, this is what they've scored. This is what he's scored. You know, there's not the Cleveland Browns, by the way, I'm not, listen, I'm not doing this. I've, I've got, we're jumping around. Okay. Um, but let, I'll go ahead. Okay. Guys, we, we do this because we enjoy talking about football. And we thought, you know what? We talk about football all the time. Why don't we record it? Yeah. So we do try to put some structure to it. We really do. I have but, a rundown. But, yeah, we have a rundown every single week. So we're trying. <laughs> but sometimes we just, you know, we bounce think, all around. I think we're getting better. I'm, I'm, I've am i been doing a little bit of research. Um, I'm, I think our biggest thing is marketing. And I think I'm going to do a little bit of research and I'm going to contact some people uh, with a lot of podcasts that I listen to and see what I can do. I know you can promote your podcast and stuff and yeah. we're not like, I, I don't claim to be an expert. I know that you don't claim to be an expert. I, I mean, we said this from the beginning season one, uh, which is on my laptop, but got deleted off of Spotify because, uh, well, COVID, but, um, yeah, we're just fans talking about fans. And, yeah. and I've, I've asked a few uh, people, uh, friends of ours, uh, family members of ours to potentially come on the show at some point um, and, and just, just have a little bit of a conversation with us, a little bit of a dialogue um, just because that's where we, I think we're, where we are and sure. where we're going to move them forward. Let's go ahead and let's wrap up. Um, we'll do our, I always say, I, I like to call this personal rants wrap up. So we'll talk a little bit about it. I'm going to go into talking about the Browns a little bit. It's, uh, the Cleveland Browns scored six points, uh, week one. They, they scored six points, uh, week one through four games. Nobody in the AFC has scored more points than the Cleveland Browns. Now you'll say, not you, but people will say it was Cincinnati. It was Washington. It was Dallas. Yeah. And I went on this rant last week, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, I'm going to triple down this week because I'm pissed because what did we hear all last week? Oh, well, here comes the Cowboys. If yeah. you can do it to the Cowboys, they fucking did it to the Cowboys. They did it worse than the Cowboys. Yeah. Every second of it. Oh yeah. I know you did. I, I, I knew you were, uh, cause you, <laughs> the Giants were on later and I, yeah. and I knew you were home until sometime closer to the fourth quarter, but I sent you a text because I didn't realize you were at home, but I hadn't heard from you, so I assumed you weren't watching. And so I said something to you, and you were like, oh, yeah! (laughs) It was all jacked up. But they they did do it to to them worse. I mean, listen, and I've seen this all week on ESPN, on on, uh, NFL Network, Cow, you know, all Cowherd, uh, Fox Sports, I couldn't think of where Cowherd was, um, you know, all these places, and, and they, they said, listen, that score is not indicative of that football game. Don't get me wrong. The Browns started playing prevent in the fourth quarter. They got – they scored 24 points. The Cowboys did. I didn't love it, but it was clearly a prevent, make them use yeah. time sort of thing. And then when they had to put the throttle back down – they did in a big, big ball. Stefanski was like, I'm calling it an end around. Yeah. I mean, again, here's, here's my take out of it. I, I did, I did tune into the game late, um, but I did rewatch portions of it that I had missed and the play calling for the Browns. Phenomenal. phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The execution from the Browns. Phenomenal. Like you said, like you said, that score is not indicative of what that game actually was. They whooped their ass and for so three and a half quarters. They did, and so yes, I even te- I even I think I even told you like I'm glad that they didn't blow that lead. Yeah. But 
they weren't going to blow the lead. No. You're playing prevent. No. You're going to give up yardage. You're going to give up some things. I mean, that's part of that's part of it. You're trying to prevent the big play. Um, but like you said, when so it came they, back down to it and they needed to like, okay, yeah, they've scored. Good job, guys. You know, be proud of yourselves. Now we're going to take it away from you. They did. And a snap of a finger, it was a completely different ball game. What did they score? Two touchdowns within a minute or two of each other at towards the end of the game? Um, I can't remember. It, the fourth quarter had so much going yeah. on, I couldn't. I can't even tell you. How. But, but it was like they got the Cowboys got within three, and then they were like, "Yeah, no, yeah, not." They weren't about that life. Here's my take with the Browns: is they're a really good football team, I think, and I think they're continuing to develop. Yeah, I think they're continuing to learn and grow as a team. And yes, they're not they haven't yet. they haven't played Kansas City or anything like that. But as I said last week, no NFL team is necessarily an easy win. No. It's NFL players. They're all talented. It's all tough wins. And NFL players will tell you that. Sure, there are teams out there that you prefer to play. The Dallas Cowboys, all the haters were saying just wait until you play the Dallas Cowboys, right? Well, they did. And now they're and, all like, oh, but maybe the Cowboys. Yes, yeah, they did. They yeah. put it to the Cowboys, and now they're moving on. And what, they play the Colts this week? That's yes. going to be a good game. That's the, that will be their um, – see, I, I talk about it. I kind of throw the Ravens game out because I that team I saw against the Ravens well, and what I've watched for three weeks since then, it's well, not the same It's team. a completely different team. And you've got to think about it this way. It's week one when you're playing the Ravens. You've no got preseason. A, no preseason. You've new got coach. a new coach. You've got a new scheme. You've got new everything. New Two new tackles. And, yes, that game wasn't the greatest game in the world. But, hey, there was, you, you rebounded yeah. within one week. Within the, four days. You played yeah, a Thursday night game. True. And even with that first game, that first drive down the field looked really good. It's did. So there was there were things to build on, but and we yeah. get David Njoku back this weekend. David Njoku was like one of the bright spots of the Ravens game. Yeah, he was, um, and it, it, this is my thing. And I'm hearing this once again. I told you I was pissed about these fair weather fans. I heard it again. Well, the Cowboys. You know what? I'm 29 years old. Mm-hmm. The last time the Cleveland Browns were three and one, I was 10 years yeah. old. Yeah. Kiss my ass. Here's the thing. You ain't raining on my parade. I think that I said it last week. If you legitimately have fans, in quotations, in air quotations, that that you can't see. (laughs) Literally everyone can't see. But but for those people who consider themselves fans and then turn around and bash the wins and the success they've had, then get out. What are you doing? Yeah. If you can't be there and support the team for even winning – winning teams or winning against teams that you consider not that good, then what What are you doing? When, when what are you Browns, saying when they're 0-16? Yeah. You know, yeah. like either you want them to win or you want them to lose. If you're not happy with them winning right now, then my personal opinion, you're not a Browns fan. Yeah. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's like, it, it, what do you want? They put up 49 points. Did Seriously. you know it's been since like the um, – Something uh, I'm trying to remember the the last time I saw it. I'm trying to remember when I saw it. They put up 49 points, yeah. and I think it was in the 60s. Maybe was the last time they had scored 30 plus in three straight games. Yeah. And and it's like they put up 49 points. The Browns. I went back and watched it. The Browns dropped four interceptions. Four. 
The Browns are number one in turnovers right now. Let's just put it this way. If the Giants went out and scored 49 points, I would be to the freaking moon. Yeah. But they don't. They scored three touchdowns so far this year. Well. And uh, that's okay. Well, I, I get it. I'll, I'll address – listen, I'm going to say it. I'm on record. I love Wyatt Tell. I'm going to say it right now. The reason these Browns are what they are, that offensive line is elite. Uh, you can't put them past worse than top 10, maybe top five in the league. I get it. You're talking about who have you played. But listen, the Browns rushed for, are you ready for this stat? I don't know if you've seen the actual number. 307 yeah. yards. Nick Chubb had six carries. He didn't even play a quarter. Yeah. De Ernest Johnston got out there. His first carry went for 20. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you get an offensive like that, you and I could run. run. I said that on Sunday. I was like, dude, I can get five yeah. yards. Like, they are mauling people. But they played good front sevens. Washington has probably one of the better front sevens in the Especially league. Especially that defensive line. Even exactly. even Wayne Chase went down. Yep. I mean, I, listen, you Montez could, Sweat was in his face all day. Yeah. And, uh, like, so, yes, maybe the teams aren't the greatest, but they're playing pretty decent. You play who's on in front of you. Yeah. I don't give a shit who it is. How many years? Last year we were supposed to be good. We started two and six. Yep. Because we didn't beat who we were supposed to. Right. Listen, we still weren't supposed to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys were favorites. Yep. We beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say it. I'll, I'll say it. They beat the shit out of them. Listen, I'll, I'll address the elephant in the room. I cried. When Nick Chubb went down. Oh, well, yeah. It's like. But to know that Kareem Hunt's right there. I was about to say, when you have Kareem Hunt behind him. In that fucking offensive line. Yeah. Listen, they're, they're thinking get him back after the bye week uh, against Houston. Uh, they're thinking four to six weeks is his injury, but it's Nick Chubb. Yeah. And Nick Chubb apparently thinks he can be back in three is what I'm hearing. And, it, like, I don't think the Browns probably don't let him. Sure. Listen, that brain trust so clearly, like you can say what it is. I don't know that Stefanski and Barry work out. I think they will. I'm all aboard the train. But you know, you can see these calculated like decisions. Like they're not making decisions for today. They're making decisions for the year that they made three weeks ago. Bill Callahan, we've talked about Bill Callahan many times. One of the best offensive linemen coach we've ever seen in this league. He said he has never seen someone with such defined goals in in a in the best. It, I'm trying to think. Of, it, he says Stefanski has the most defined goals and the best articulated plans to reach them yeah. that he has ever seen. This dude is coached. I think in this was 77 was Bill Callahan's first year or something like that. He's coached on Super Bowl teams. Like this guy knows his stuff, and he says, "Yeah," and he says. And, and Jarvis Landry and, and the players that spoke today uh, prior to practice, after practice, I can't remember, but when they did their media availability, they said, what is the best quality Kevin Stefanski has? And they said it's because communication. It was clear last year there was no communication. No. We know about the dumpster fire that was the 2019 Cleveland Browns. You've got a you, – what it seems like now, you've got a good coach and you've got a good leadership structure at the in Cleveland. And they're together. Exactly. And they're they're bonding together. Yeah. And when you do that, when you get everybody to buy in, which it seems like Kevin Stefanski has been able to do. Yes. He's gotten the whole team, all 53 players yeah. to buy in 
and they're riding that train and they're winning and that's that's an important ingredient yeah you because get that first win no matter who it is yeah it doesn't matter or how you get it yeah it, it doesn't matter who you beat you've got to get that win and keep winning because you're, you're talking about a team who has not been good for a long time. And so you're rolling off this streak. You're three and one, three wins in a row with an offense that is appearing to begin firing all cylinders. They're not there yet even is like, the thing. Exactly. You've got to build on it. You've got to keep going. And they are. I got two points, two more points and we'll move on. I know we, we've got on this. I, I have a lot on this. It's just, it's all been building up. Uh, um, and we're a bit of a time crunch today. So um, I, the thing about it is the Browns, I, I don't, the Browns had an extra point blocked that then got recovered in the end zone for a two point conversion. That shit does not happen in our favor. The Cleveland Browns are plus 49 off the turn. They're plus six on the turn off. I'm sorry. They're plus six in turnover. Uh, differential, and they have scored 49 points off of turnovers. The Cleveland Browns, I know, do not score off of turnovers. Listen, a couple years ago when we tied the Steelers opening day, 21-21, we forced five turnovers in that game. Five. But we didn't score. So people were like, oh, they're getting turnovers in short fields. Fuck yeah, they are. (laughs) And they're putting it in the goddamn end zone. Listen, I am jacked Kareem Hunt says he is 100% he's good to go. David Njoku today, 100% ready to go. You know, I'm I'm a little worried. The Colts' interior offensive line is very good, and both Sheldon Richardson and Larry Ogunjobi are a little bit banged up. But Adrian Claiborne's back at practice. Olivier Vernon, who came back this week, uh, says he should be good to go. And when Claiborne's there to rotate in, I'm not worried about the pressure being on Vernon to yeah. play as much because Claiborne ha- already has two sacks. I love Claiborne because like he has dreads to his butt and it's just so funny to watch him. <laughs> like I, I thought he was a great signing when he came in. Listen, listen, I'm, I'm super jacked up about this. We could go on and on and, and about the future of this team and we'll get there in as the future plays out. Right. We'll get there. But I, I just, I just, I'm super excited. I think that I have it on here. What impresses me for the, from the week uh, and, and exciting. That's what our comes up soon in the rundown. And I think it's just uh, the job that Kevin Spansky has done. I think he's doing an amazing job. They're coming into their own, man. They're not even there yet. Baker is not even having to do anything yet. And I've watched the tape. Uh, Jake Burns did a live stream of watching the all 22 of all of Baker's throws. And he did a breakdown with it. Oh my God. It's so amazing. If you're a Browns fan, go over to the OBR film room on YouTube. That uh, It was amazing. But you can see Baker in the games. Those things that he was missing, he's identifying them now. Like, he's still missing some things. There were some bad throws. But he sees them in-game, in action. You can see what's driving him mad and what's driving Alex Van Pelt and Kevin Stefanski mad because they know they can go to the next level. But I, I'm super jazzed. I'm super excited about what I saw last week. I think uh, we're going to see more of that this week. So... That is my personal rant. It took way too long. But it's also my exciting, impressive for the week. So I am done until I get to my top three, bottom three. So the floor is yours. Yeah. I mean, we all know that I am highly disappointed with the New York Giants. And it's not going to take long to reiterate that because it's going to be the same old, same old, um, it appears, all, all season long. 
but as I texted you probably a little bit prematurely is I think I in quote, I said, I am done with Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, and, you know, I haven't completely redacted that statement, so to speak. Um, maybe that was a little bit premature, premature saying I'm done with them. That's uh, his line hasn't been giving him a lot of help. Yeah, but he, exactly. Here's the thing, though. It's not about the line. From what I was talking about last week, yeah. last week what I was noticing is that he would eye one receiver and yeah. he would follow that receiver until he threw the ball, whether they were open or not. Yeah. And that ended up costing the game. They could have beat the Rams. Yeah, they, they had a shot because I followed that score. They had the shot. They had the ball. They drove down the field. And in typical Giants fashion, they get down to the red zone and they cannot convert and get the touchdown. And you know why? Because Daniel Jones. <laughs> the face you just made. <laughs> Daniel Jones picks a receiver and doesn't let off of him. Yeah. And. Throws an throws an interception because he is looking right at the receiver coming back towards the ball, throws it even though he's not open, and then boom, interception, game over. And those are things that look. I get it. You're a young you're a young quarterback, but you've got to be able to improve on those things. And I like I told you, I haven't seen much improvement on that. He shows such flashes of that he could be really, really really good. He's certainly got the raw talent. He does. There's no question about it, but you've got to be able to fix these things. And so I am going to redact my statement as far as saying I am done with Daniel Jones. However, he's on radar. I've got to see improvement for me to get buy-in on him. Here's the thing. You've got to fix those problems. You've got all the talent. You're a smart kid. Take steps forward, not back. That's all we're asking. Yeah. I know he's smart. I know he's got the work ethic. I just want to see improvement. Let's get these games and let's let's find a way to win and stop making those errors. Other than that, the Giants defense, I'm impressed with the Giants defense for as as, as much as they've played. I that mean, was my fantasy quarterback that you played last week, and I felt good. And then your Giants had to do with it. He scored eleven points. Yeah, in fantasy lap. I was pretty. I was pretty mad. Yeah, the Giants. I'm, I'm telling you, the Giants, the Giants have a good defense, which is, you know, I'm not used to that. So let's just get the offense rolling. Let's let's it, do that, and we'll go from there. It's like it's like we've already got one thing that's actually shocking that is good. So yeah. please don't. Yeah, I, but to go to kind of transition into our top three, bottom three. Oh, we're going um, straight in there. We're just we're just going into it. Let's man. do it. Let's do it. I, I've got three. a little bit of a change in my my bottom. So. Okay. Um, the top three. I'm gonna have to go with, of course, your Kansas City Chiefs as number one. Until they give me a reason not to put them there. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Until they make some different um, stride, then they are number one. Our number two. I am gonna go. You know. It's funny because you look through and you're like, I think I know the answers to these a lot of yeah. these questions, and you want to like backtrack through and you're like, let me just make sure. I'm going to go with the Packers. Uh, I'm going Packers number two, and I'm going Seahawks number three. And I go with Packers number two because, as much as I hate to say it, because the guy's a jerk, Aaron Rodgers is playing really out of his damn really, mind. Really good this season, and when he's doing that, man, I have been on too many losing ends of an Aaron Rodgers miracle. 
And I'm telling you, he's going to be tough to beat. Do the actual bye weeks must start this week? Because it looks like Aaron Rodgers and the <coughs> Packers are off this week. Yeah. So um, I'm looking down through the scores. Uh, or not the scores, but the matchups. And I don't see the Packers on here for week five. I was just wanted to look at it. I don't I don't see that. I don't see them either. But uh, with my bottom three... I am actually going to promote the Giants out of the number 32 spot. Yeah, okay. So we're taking them out of 32. Um, And I'm going to go with Texans as the worst team in the league. I'm going to then go with the Jets and Giants probably tied for 31. Um, And, you know, I'm still probably going to lump with Falcons up there as, as the third. So we're going with... Texans, Jets, Giants, and then the Falcons. Yeah, okay. So I will um, – I'm looking at next week, by the way, week six. Uh, the Giants are two are currently two-and-a-half-point favorites against the football team. So there's that. Hey. No, I, I was accidentally still on week six there. Okay, top three, same for me. I I don't want Aaron Rodgers up there because I don't like – like yeah. the guy's a prick, but – but if you if you want to kind of like Aaron Rodgers, go check him out on Pat McAfee. He's on Pat McAfee's show every Tuesday. It's actually pretty personable. Kind of makes you like the guy a little bit more, but also makes you think still an arrogant prick. All right, it's definitely for me. Casey, Green Bay, Seattle, no questions. Bottom three, I'm, I'm Jets and Giants are somewhere at thirty two, thirty one, somewhere in there. I'm not sure. I think the Giants are better. They're better. They're definitely more talented than the Jets. But are they playing better than the Jets? Also, yes. So right now they're probably not as bad as the Jets. But they're they're both just right now. Unfortunately, they're just not very good. And I'm going to do it uh, because I don't know what's going to happen with my boy being head coach now. But the Texans, Texans aren't good. They're not good. Minnesota had looked awful. Yeah. And Minnesota looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they didn't beat your ass, but they looked pretty good. And you made a bad team look pretty good. Yeah. And we talk about that all the time as a determining factor, top three, bottom three, right? Yeah. So that's, for me, it's Jets, Giants, Texans, um, whatever. Yeah. Right? Let's roll from there. All right. Let me see here. We're going to launch right into the – we'll go – we're going to do it. Listen, if you are listening to our picks, you need to be listening to our picks. Listen, we are in a two-way tie. Um, we only did, we've only done week three and four picks because I, I hate doing week one and two. Right. So here we are in two weeks. We are both 20-10 and one. Um, we would be, a, you know, because of the t- – listen, I'm not going to touch on the Titans right now. And I'm also not going to talk on Darius Slay. Darius Slay, by the way, they asked him – I'm going to touch on it. He, they asked, they were talking to him, and he said, oh, we never should have played this year because of COVID. Oh, really? Is that because the fu- Eagles fucking suck? Yeah. If they were 4-0 four, four right now... He wouldn't be saying that. Also, you had a chance to opt out. Yeah. And with these Titans people, listen, you can agree or disagree with the protocols, but you had the option, if you didn't like them, to opt out. Yeah, and you when, so you got to follow them. So these Titans players, I'm of the belief if they violated it and it looks like we have proof that they did, they should forfeit this weekend. Yeah. 
Now, I don't think necessarily they should forfeit that Steelers game that got read because they didn't violate, they didn't have positive tests and sent home and then violate it until then. I'm of the belief they should forfeit. You agreed to this. Rather, you think COVID is a hoax. I'm not getting into any of that. My point is you agreed to those protocols when you showed up. You got sent home, told to stay home, work out, and you had an off-site black market practice. practice? Yeah. No, it's, dude. It's simple. You're putting the whole league at risk. It's simple. Agree with it or not, policies are set. NFL has every right to set those policies. If you don't want to follow them, you should have opted out. Which is why they gave you the option to do yeah. such. And you didn't. That means you're agreeing to the policies. And if you don't follow them, then don't complain when there is repercussions for it. It's simple as that. Draft forfeiture and forfeiting of games have been discussed. It's going to start happening. Okay, let's go off the top. Let's go Thursday night. We got Tampa Bay, Ooh, yeah. and they're traveling to Chicago. Are you bearing down? Uh, I'm bearing down on Tom Brady and Gronkowski winning that game. Oh, I don't like the way you did that because I was pretty excited that you were going to say bear down. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Bears. <laughs> so we'll we'll go off off the top. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm feeling it. But listen, Tom Brady is back. He's looking good. It, He's proven that 25, 80% of what Tom Brady used to be is better than 100% of what everybody else is. Okay, the terrible Atlanta Falcons host the Panthers. And the Panthers, I'm not sure what we got, but there's no way I'm taking Atlanta until they win a game. You know, I am taking Atlanta in this one. Okay, so we're going to out the, out the stretch. We're trying to make different records here. A game that I know is not getting played at 1 o'clock on, su- on Sunday. Uh, it's going to get pushed, which could lead to Thursday night's game getting pushed to Saturday night, which I love the idea of. So, Bills, Titans. Um, if they play, Bills. Bills. All day, all day. Bills, Bills, Bills. Yep. Okay. Uh, Raiders, Chiefs. Easy, Chiefs. Easy. I don't think that Vegas is very good. No. Uh, cards, Jets. Cardinals. Yep, very easy. We have the, like, time crunch for the show. Uh, Eagles, Steelers. Steelers. Easy. It's easy. A lot of these games are easy for me. We have a lot of good team, bad team matchups. Um, Rams, football team. Who have made Dwayne Haskins his third third string quarterback? Yeah, definitely going to have to go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. L.A. all day. Okay, uh, the Bengals, who are getting no love, they're 12-point dogs to the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens, but come on, it's a closer game than that. So if you're betting, take Cincinnati with the plus 12. You know what? I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. I'm taking the upset. They're coming off a win. They're coming off of that, you know, winning high. Let's roll with it. Why not? They probably feel pretty good. All right, Jacksonville-Houston. Houston is bad. Yeah. So is Jacksonville. They're both bad, but they're not Texans bad, so I'm going yeah. with Jack. We're taking Jacksonville. Let's do it. All right. A nice matchup of a good team, bad team. 49ers-Dolphins. Oh, 49ers. Hold what I think is probably the matchup of the week, my Cleveland Browns, who are dogs, one-point dogs to the 3-1 and one Colts. I'll take the Cleveland Browns all day until they, they prove otherwise. Uh, you know, that's it's going to be a tough one. The Colts are playing, playing well. Philip Rivers is playing well, but... But the Browns are an opportune turnover machine, and so is Philip Rivers. And that's why I'm going with the Browns. Boom, all day, all day, baby. All right, here we go. Cowboys, Giants, the G-men 
upset a team that is just they're not getting any love eight and a half point dogs the cowboys are not good i'm taking the g-men yeah i'm taking the giants as well they showed promise against the rams almost pulled that one out so they are the rams are better than the cowboys broncos pats still they they, there's a potential i've heard there's a good chance cam newton plays if cam newton plays i'm going with the patriots i'm going with the patriots period if cam newton doesn't play i'm still going with the patriots i was was gonna draw a little funny line there uh seahawks vikings that's an easy game the vikings are not a good football team all right wrap it up chargers saints uh i'm going with chargers I, I actually am, too, because they just officially named Justin Herbert going forward. Yeah. Like Justin Herbert a lot. So we got a couple of different matchups, um, a lot of the same with bad teams playing good teams. Uh, so we'll see. I think we've got a lot of good football ahead. Um, yeah. So enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next week. See you guys.